All right, welcome to Under the Rim. Is that what we decided on? For now. Yeah. Uh, we're calling this ba- the college basketball show Under the Rim. Uh, I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Regestier. Excited to be back for season two. We did our preview show a week ago. Oh, this was boy. our first show on Tetherball, uh, the Tetherball Network. I'm very excited with the uh, notification we got this morning. I was a little worried that this show was going to be kind of boring. There were some good matchups over the past week, and there's some interesting games to bet on. But you always want a little bit of fun news to go. You just don't want to talk about just the games, right? You don't want to just make picks. Right. Like it's that's basketball. Yeah, that's fucking boring. Like You want to get into the culture of it. You want to have some fun. That is what college basketball is. It's not about wins and losses. No. It's about your recruiting. Mm-hmm. It's about the brand yep. of the team. It's about just setting kind of like the tone. I think it's, it's about like growing young men, right? right? And that's what Coach K does. Coach K, he sets an example. You learn lessons with Coach K. Right. Even if you don't want to learn those lessons. Yeah. You'll learn them. Like if you beat his team, he will go in that locker room and he'll sit you down. Yeah. And tell you everything you did wrong. The amount of non-consensual lessons Coach K has given. <laughs> it's a lot. Not good. But, unfortunately, he's going to have to give out some lessons to his own players. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he probably he sets that cop down. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. So, what happened, if th- for those who don't know... First of uh, all, I want to I say something without knowing anything about this case whatsoever. What cop in Durham arrests Duke basketball players? Of all the people you can arrest in Durham, right? Duke basketball players. Right. Stick to football or lacrosse, I guess. Uh, yeah, they should really actually just feel uncomfortable about arresting any Duke athletes. Uh, Coach K's grandson, Michael Savarino, was arrested. He's a, he's a walk-on, like he's a bench warmer on, on Duke, end-of-the-bench guy. Uh, arrested for a DUI and likely NBA lottery pick, Duke star. I mean likely? Like likely might be number one overall pick. Yeah, well, if he keeps racking up charges, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, uh, he'll, uh, <laughs> he's actually going to save himself from being injured right. by not playing. Yeah. Uh, no. Paulo Bancero. Paulo Bancero was arrested for aiding and abetting a DUI, which I did not know was a thing. Um, so I don't actually know the details. I only saw the headline. Does that mean he is a good teammate and that he, uh, he helped Coach K's grandson get away with DUI? No, uh, I wish it was that. Like, I wish that he somehow tried to, like, Bonnie and Clyde their way out of a DUI or something. But, uh, no, what it means is essentially uh, Bancero... He he actually did, he violated the law twice. So it's it's giving a drunk person your car to drive, or failing to stop a drunk a person you know is drunk from getting behind the wheel. So if I got fucking bombed today and you let me walk out of here and drive, you would be aiding and abetting a DUI in North Carolina. And yes. obviously, I would turn over state's witness onto you. I'd be like, he does it all the time. He always lets me drive. Right, man. you're passing the buck. Yeah. Like, you don't want to take responsibility. This is a, it was that's my a friend's bitch, problem. That's a bitch-ass law. I don't, like... Yeah. Like, th- this law is fucking stupid. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. So, like, any bartender that, like, served you... And then lets you leave? Yeah. Yeah, Doesn't... no, no, it's called dram shop liability. We learned this about in hospitality law. So, if you over-serve someone at a bar, you're actually financially liable... Uh, for any acts that they cause afterwards. That's the most D1 athlete shit I've ever heard, you HRM major. That's right. <laughs> Hospitality manager from Mizzou. Ag school representing dropped out with three credit hours left because Brad Pitt did it too. 
That's, that's good, why. That's that's decent justification. I'll be honest. Also, uh, if the if you're listening, ladies, and you want to, if you're if you're a girl in college and you want to meet an athlete and you don't know how, just take HR hospitality classes, and you will have your pick. Offer to drive. Yeah, or offer to drive. I guess. Uh, so yeah, Pantero is charged with aiding and abetting this dog shit DUI. So he just gave Coach K's grandson his keys. It's like uh. He did the, the whole, you're more sober than I am, so you can drive. Maybe. Or do you think Savarino was like, I got you, man. I got you. Like, do you, do you think Savarino's kind I'm of, fine. Like, it's totally cool, man. They, they were driving Pancero's car. I uh, got this. Yeah, maybe. I, or what do you does Pancero drive? Pancero, uh, 2017 Jeep SUV. That's all I... Okay. The most details I got. Um, but do you think Savarino was just like sucking up to Paolo like he was like yeah man that's cool I got you uh I definitely think I don't know about that but I know he for sure said do you know who I am to the cop the cop should have known because he kind of fucking looks like coach K yeah like it looks like a young coach K how are you gonna ruin coach K's farewell tour this early I maybe or is it so early that it's a non-factor it's a I think it's a non-factor yeah unless like Paolo should he shouldn't be charged with anything. Like, he was in the... I guess he gave him his car or whatever, but that's, this is dumb. Like, yeah, give Severino... Severino rolled a stop sign, by the way, apparently. So they probably got... it. Like, the, it was probably a ticky-tack cop, like, just looking for tickets. You know, middle of the month. Yeah. Hasn't really kept up with quota. Yep. Not great. Not a big basketball fan, apparently. Clearly not a big basketball fan. He's just there to... He's just there to police. We should have asked Tansy about that since he's in North Carolina. Right, we should, we should have Tansy zoom in for this episode. Yeah, just ask him about if he ever pulled over any uh, NC State players. Yeah. If you ever get, get Russell Wilson. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, pretty much any, Mike Glennon. Yeah. At any point. <laughs> Not a lot of big-name NC State athletes. Recently. Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so unclear if... Uh, Paolo will uh, will play against. Uh, I think Gardner Webb is their next opponent. Man, he'll be missed. Yeah, I assume what's going to happen is he does get sat out for like that game. He's going to sit out probably half. You got to think right. Just a little, you know, a little slap on the wrist. Here's the better question: What happens to Coach K's grandson? What's that conversation like? A little shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining my farewell tour. You're, you're ruining everything for me. Fucking little shit. Okay, guys. You know what you're doing? I have a conspiracy theory. Okay. So what if Coach K's grandson clearly was taking the fall for this guy and the cop knew it but couldn't prove it, so he had to charge him with something? Because you never hear of this aiding and abetting of a DUI, so he's like, I'm going to get you, you little fuck. Like, this guy's taking the fall for you because you think you can skate the law and do whatever you want because you're a hotshot NBA prospect, and I'm going to make sure you get something. So he pulled over, and then they just switched seats real quick? Yeah, and they and that's they, and they both that's they both they both committed to the story. Yeah, like wouldn't say anything. Like obviously, there's no like video footage of them like switching. So, I love that if he did that. That's a that's a that's a that is a role player move right there. That is right. That's twelfth man on the bench. Yep. Um, you're you're waving your towel. You're slapping the floor on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a that's what you want out of your twelfth. That's man. a fucking teammate. But if he's the reason they got into the situation. The, the first place, like he might not be on the team anymore. Right. Like Coach K is just like, you're gone. You're yeah. fat. You're done. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. You're a little, a little prick. 
You don't do a lot of impressions, but you really like your Coach K impression. I like it too. I don't even know if it's good, Coach K, but I just it's, I like to think of. It's Coach like K. a Will fit when Will, Will Ferrell does like a impression like George Bush. It's more about capturing the essence of the person, right? And that's p- perfect, Coach K. Just a little weasel. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's slightly it's slightly cancelable, but as a North Carolina fan, I'm here for it. What do you mean cancelable? He, he's a old white man. It was a joke. <laughs> sure, fucking. He's just a yeah. He's just a Polak. Right? Krzyzewski? No, no, I don't know if that's Polish, actually. Uh, but yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, you know. I mean, they're off to, uh, they already have the hype train going to beat Kentucky. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Duke's looking good. So this is actually kind of an unwelcome hiccup for them. Like, you don't need, you don't want that on the farewell tour. Do they look good or does Kentucky just look like Kentucky uh, of last year? I mean, Kentucky gave them a game. Right, but I don't think that's like a, a good win. I don't even think Kentucky's going to be that great this year. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be a tournament team. If you beat a tournament team, you're good. So, is that all? Is that Kentucky's ceiling now? Just tournament team, Coach Cal? Just I don't like, know. Get your guys in. Well, we can, go we'll to the talk, league. Since we're in it, we'll just talk about the Duke Kentucky game first. Um, I don't know what Coach K is doing. It's actually really interesting. They only started one freshman. Only one freshman saw the floor. This is an upper-class team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the number 17 team in Ken Palm right now. Uh, I think they're not favored to win the SEC, which is pretty interesting. I mean, not, you know. Well, that one freshman being Ty Ty Washington. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, they, they like, Ty, Ty Washington, Ty Ty Washington is fucking great, but it's, that's not what a Kentucky team usually looks like, right? I mean, they got... It's really just upperclassmen transfer shit like that. It's, it's a new team for Coach K. I mean, they looked good, though, against Duke. Like, they, came, they made it close. They didn't let Duke run away with the game. Duke was clearly the more talented team. Uh, Bancero had 22-7. and seven. He looked good. Trevor Keels had 25. So both of Duke's, fresh, both of Duke's blue chip freshmen went off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a tight game. Like it, it, and it was probably <clears> – <throat> it was a Kentucky crowd. It was in Madison Square Garden, but it was – as as with most neutral site games Kentucky plays, it was a mo- it was a pro Kentucky crowd, right? I mean, it's a giant public school, right? So yeah, <clears throat> and uh, I don't know, just not a lot of Duke fans in the world. I feel like it's just they're like being a Duke fan is very, I I don't know, not like being a t shirt Duke fan. That's a weird choice. It's a weird move. Yeah, I it's get- a contrarian move for sure. But one hundred percent, like I I don't get down with that. Right. Especially because of Coach K. Georgia, what kind of people in North Carolina are... Um... T-shirt Duke fans. Um, everyone who lives in, like, the outside uh, Durham area. Like, if you don't have, like, a... Co- like, there's, what, 14, 15 college basketball teams in North Carolina. But, like, people from Hillsboro, people from, like, uh, Garner, you know, there's just... So what do you talk? Is it just, like, rich people? Like, if you, is, is, it, are you, is it more upper class for Duke basketball? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It's like, it's like you're, you think you're above them. Like, you're, you're smart and, like, you're old money. Like, you wear Duke stuff. If are there any white trash Duke fans? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the, the people who grew up in Durham. So if you're a hmm. white guy who grew up in Durham, you thought you could play basketball, your hope was to be, like, the one guy, like, the white guy on the Duke team. Well, they're... Mostly more white players, but like you'd be like a very appropriative being a, a white Duke fan, like lower class Duke fan in Durham. Man, that's got to be rough to be a townie in a college town that's a private school. 
that looks down on you the entire time. Oh, right, because everyone around in Durham is just like poor, like, like extremely right. poor, impoverished. I mean, townies get looked down upon at public schools. You're like, ugh, fucking townie. But like at, uh, for Duke, I mean, you got to just know when you walk onto that campus with your jean shorts. What are you talking about, Rob? You can't walk onto that campus. There are iron bars surrounding all of it. Really? This is like a castle, yes. That's fucking funny. Yeah, they lord over the town. That's, I love that for Duke, though. It's very on Lean point. into your fucking... Yeah, it's very on point. Yeah, like, lean into it. It's Don't. super small. We're like, North Carolina is like, oh, everyone's welcome, but we're all the old money. And it's not like they're getting recruits out of there. It's not like USC treating Compton with any type of respect. Right. I mean, God, how many people are enrolled at Duke? It can't be more than like six, 7,000. Yeah, look. it's under 10K easily. Because yeah. what? Um, Reno only holds uh, 3,000. Dude, it's 15K. Okay. It was but... postgrad, maybe. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah undergraduates yeah. is 6K. Postgrads is 9K. So most. Yeah. Most of their student population are, are grad, grad students. And that Cameron, tells you everything you need to know about the school. You, Cameron right. Indoor, oh, shit, actually holds 9,000. I think they... It's much bigger than I thought. 3,000, I, I think, student section, yeah. I think they expanded it a little okay. bit. Like, as much as they can. It's like, you know, doing expansions on Wrigley Field or something. Um, but, yeah, that's... I love that for Duke. I love that they, I love that they don't even bother to be likable or approachable. And does Coach K... No, no. Well, he he tries to play both sides. So, yeah, I guess he does. But he, he it just it hurts his brand. If he leaned into being a full heel, I right. feel like I would actually respect him more. Yeah, but uh, yeah, him just he doesn't know what he pretending wants. to be like uh, Captain America with Team USA. Yeah, and then also uh, just being the little snake in the grass with Duke. He can't commit to a bit. No, apparently. So so it kind of makes sense that him and LeBron get along. Yeah, because they're, LeBron they're is very also, similar. LeBron is also a soulless product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and Coach K is like somewhere between like Bobby Knight mixed with Dean Smith mixed with like he's just trying to be too many people. Yeah, he wants to be Bobby Knight, but then he also wants to be like the kindly distributor of wisdom, like Dean Smith, right? But like he's not right because he'll he's given the wrong lessons. Yeah, he's like he's like a like a cunty Bobby Knight. Again, he probably sat this cop down, and he's like, do you, you know what he did wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love that, I love that Coach K impression so much. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, uh, Duke looks really fucking good, though. I, I, have, I actually have higher I hopes. I will see. I have higher hopes for their farewell tour than I thought. Well, the ACC's kind of down, too. So they're going to have an inflated rate. Oh, yeah. Like, they're going to they're gonna probably... I think Duke is going to end up being overseeded. Um, yeah, for sure, because they're going to get a the Coach K bump. Um, their conference, other than like North Carolina's okay. I'm trying to think who's got like Virginia's whatever. Virginia's not good, dude. The, Duke is the highest ranked team in Ken Palm in the ACC at 11th, and that is fucking unheard of. Like that just doesn't happen. The next one, Pitt basketball's 0 and 2. By the way, <laughs> that's funny. Man, they fell off a fucking cliff since they joined the ACC. Uh, they lost the Citadel. Though, yeah, so, that's, um, I mean, that's fucking bad. Uh, Florida State is probably Duke's only real threat. Right, who just lost, actually, right? To Florida. Yeah. No, that's not remember, when, remember Jeff Capel was supposed to be, like, the guy? He was supposed to be the, uh, the fill-in. He was going to be the heir apparent to, to Coach K. Yeah. Because he was the guy dropping all the bags. He was mm-hmm. the guy getting all the recruits. 
And uh, year four at Pitt, and it's not, not going very well. Great. Wasn't Cable at Oklahoma for a minute, or no? Um, I think he went Duke to Pitt. Okay. Might, there might have been a stop in between. I can't remember. I yeah. can't remember that. Um, but yeah, I I think Duke Duke is. I'll say this: Duke is probably going to be a really good candidate for a second round upset in the tournament. It it, it all rides on Bencel. Yeah. It does, because he's really fucking good. Yes. Uh, but I don't know about their guards. Yeah, and that's a problem in the tournament. I, I, I could see them I could see them getting like a two seed they don't deserve or something, and then getting like knocked off by a hot seven or ten. Yeah. Like yeah. that feels feels right. Yeah. But but again, it's Coach K's last year, allegedly. Uh I'm sure he'll work some devil magic right. and get into the final four. Yeah. We'll see. He he definitely backed into his last two championships, yeah. catching a mid major and avoiding Kentucky in those la- in the last two that he won, catching Butler and then uh, in the whatever twenty eleven and then not have and then Wisconsin pulling like a fucking miracle game. I against- don't want, I don't like talking about that game. Yeah, he lost a lot of money on I that lost game. Lost a lot of money on that game. <laughs> uh, next up, a school that doesn't appear to be Devil Magic, but appears to just be fucking back. Two teams that are actually really good. I, I came away from this game thinking this these two teams are probably going to be, I guess, quote unquote, a Final Four preview. Yeah, I mean both teams. We're talking about UCLA uh, with the quote unquote upset over Nova. Uh, I think they were dogs. Slight. Yeah. Well, slight. even though, although they were home, so yeah. it, was, it was it was I it was in LA. Mm-hmm. In- uh, so for whatever reason, home court seems to matter in college basketball. It matters a ton. What? Yeah. Especially with fans. Right. With, with, with fans, college basketball has the biggest home court slash field advantage of any sport, I think. Uh, the only other one that even comes close is college football. Um, but college basketball is just another level because when that crowd gets fucking going. Pauly Pavilion was rocking. It was. It's been it was a while. Good it's been see. a minute. Bill Walton was in the crowd. UCLA uh, beat Nova in overtime, and they looked really good. Who were they missing? Uh, Cody Riley. Okay. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did so have... a big, so they're getting back a big. They're they're pretty well rounded. I mean, Johnny Juzang went off. Juzang and Jaquez, both of them are f- they're, they're like, fun. Yeah, and that's those Juzang and Jaquez plus uh, Tiger. What's his name? Uh, like those dudes are uh, are are pr- what is it? Tiger Campbell. Those dudes like are problems. Like because they're, they're they're guards. Like that's that. Those are the types of teams that just fucking win and. UCLA got it out. Juzang, uh, what, what do they have here? Juzang had 25. Jacques had 21. I think Tiger Campbell. And uh, you just, I mean, they let Juzang, he doesn't bring the ball up, so he just kind of just roams around and gets shots up, uh, which you, you kind of like. He gets to do whatever he wants. Um, he's just, he, he has kind of like the ultimate, uh, like, trigger, right? Yeah. He, it's like whenever he catches it, he's allowed to shoot. Yeah. Like, he has the ultimate leash. There is no leash. There is no leash for him. And Tiger Campbell had 14 too. Like this team is A, Mick Cronin is a really good coach. And B Right, but this is kind of it's weird to watch a UCLA team under Mick Cronin, but actually be fun and not play a whole lot of like like they're not just focused on lockdown defense. No, like, like his Cincinnati teams were. Right. Cronin was actually at Cincinnati, I feel like he recruited really similarly. Um, he, he built teams similar to the way like we talk about Florida State builds teams and Syracuse does too, where they just find the longest fucking dudes and then just 
make it impossible to move through that forest of fucking arms and legs. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he kind of stuck with his dudes. Put in Peyton Watson for a few few minutes. Yeah. Dribbled off his foot and then immediately pulled him. He's like, Classic. I don't care. Wait, I don't care that- if you're a five-star. Like, I, I don't care. Like, we're winning this game. Right. Like, you, you're sitting your ass on the bench. We'll get to you in another game. Like, yeah, yeah. We'll this is not a, this is not a teachable moment. This is not a learning moment. This is a moment where we're gonna pick up a big dub mm-hmm. on our resume. And and on, and what was impressive too with this is they actually in their next game, uh, Long Beach State gave them a pretty tough half first half, and uh, and it was a letdown spot. It was a letdown spot, and they came and UCLA came out and just shut them the fuck down in the yeah. second half. Like it was a good. That, that's just a t- that's just what you want to see from a team this good. And I mean, Nova looked great. Uh, you want to talk about your, your Philly boys. Galepsi had 18, mm-hmm. uh, four of six from three. Uh, Samuels had 20. Like, they had uh, five. All their starters were in Clean, double digits. crisp passing. Yeah. Guys just, just looking for the best shot. I mean, there's not, like, one guy for Villanova. No, no. So it's just, like, whoever. They, good ball movement, but, you know, UCLA kind of plays that matchup. It's like, we need the best matchups on offense, and, like, whoever has the ball, we're just going to kind of go ISO and – it's more of a, I guess, kind of professional game, yeah. Than college, and uh, it's kind of, it's kind of nice to see like kind of Mick grow as a coach, going from like his system at Cincinnati to just being like, all right, we're just gonna fit and make right. a system based around what I have. Well, Isn't this what you want out of like non-traditional power schools? Though you need to bring a coach in who can be like a system coach who can get more at the, more non-tradi- at the non-traditional. Yeah. But they, these UCLA, you just let your dudes. Yeah, dudes. you can get anyone you want at UCLA. Yeah. I mean, their last Final Four team before this one had what? Kevin Love, Russell Westbrook. Uh, uh, who's the, the tiny guy? Is that a guy? Final Four team? Yeah, Darren Collison. Yeah, I don't think. Was Westbrook not there? I don't think Westbrook was on that. Either Final way, he was right after. He was in that yeah. same time period. But Kevin Love and Collison alone is pretty fucking good. Um, and then it was fat Kevin Love, too. The best Kevin Love, yes. Yeah. Uh, you do, yeah, and so he had to do that at Cincinnati. Like, you need to be a little more of a system guy at schools like that, typically. Um, you don't always have to be, like, Calipari and now, um, what's his fucking face? Penny Hardaway aren't, like, like they just recruit at Memphis, right? Like, that, and that's not Does a Does that set you up for failure, though, when you go to those big schools? Because now you have, like, whoever you want, all these major stars, and it's kind of hard to make them gel together because, mm. like, you have these personalities. No, because Mick's very good at adjusting on the fly. Like, he's in-game. He's making actual adjustments. He's a good coach. Where Coach Cal at Kentucky cannot do that. Dan's not a fan. Dan's not a fan of Coach Cal. I but... love Coach Cal. I just don't think he's a good in-game adjuster. Hey, before we... Uh... All right, sorry. One, two, three. We're going to make some picks, but before we make some picks, let's talk about where we make our picks, and we make them at MyBookie.com. MyBookie is the best place to gamble. We love doing it, love betting live from all the biggest games to the smallest events, which is what half of college basketball games are, the tiniest fucking events in the world. Uh, Make every bet worth your while with MyBookie. Start by doubling your first deposit instantly with MyBookie's first deposit bonus. Double your money before you even place a bet, and all you have to do is sign up and deposit using the exclusive promo code DRINKINGBROS at MyBookie.com. There are tons of great games and prop bets to take advantage of across all kinds of sports, college basketball, the NBA, the NFL, so on and so forth. Uh, we have a good one with, for the NFL. Um, this Sunday, the Chiefs are playing the Cowboys, two powerhouse offenses. The Cowboys have been on a tear, and the Chiefs, they're uh, trying to find their footing. Watch out for the left. Uh, they're trying to find their footing, but um, we'll see what happens. Uh, take the Cowboys to cover the spread and, uh, you know, walk away 
with some money at MyBookie. Don't wait any longer. Head to MyBookie today to redeem your double deposit bonus with the promo code DRINKINGBROS. And for those of you who've been asking, MyBookie.com is the same website as MyBookie.ag. Just a different address, same website. Don't panic. It's whatever. Uh, You're in good hands, whichever one you type in. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere at MyBookie. Next up, we have GhostBed. GhostBed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. You know GhostBed if you listen to these shows. They've been a sponsor with us forever. We love them. They're going to continue being a sponsor with us hopefully for as long as they exist until we're all ghosts, I guess. Uh, They're running two great deals right now. I'll tell you about them in order of discount size. Both of them are large discounts. One is, however, larger than the other. Uh, The first one is a 40% off deal. It's a bundle deal. You start by picking out one of their mattresses and one of their adjustable bases, uh, and then you build from there. If you want to put more mattresses on it because you're replacing your shitty mattresses or you you bought a new house and have extra rooms or whatever, uh, or you want to add their sheets and pillows, anything on can go in there. You just have to start with the mattress and an adjustable base, and you'll get 40% off at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. The second one, if you need to shop a little more a la carte, uh, however big or small you want it to be, maybe you just want some pillows, maybe you need like uh, two mattresses, but you don't need any, you already have uh, the bed frames or whatever, uh, you can go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and use the promo code drinking bros, and that'll get you 30% off of everything in the store. These beds are made in America, they have a 20 year warranty. You could try it 101 nights for free um, and then send it back if you don't like it. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah. Oh, financing. $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing. You don't need great credit to get it. Um, I just can't recommend these beds enough. They're super comfortable. The guys who make them are awesome. Like I said, they're made in America. So yeah, ghost beds dope. Uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros sleep. So good. It's scary. But yeah, both of these teams look like they're going to make, they seem, they, they look like, obviously it's early, but they look like the types of teams that make I also, I mean, I knew UCLA was going to win as soon as I saw Mick Cronin came out in like a fresh tailored Italian suit. Yeah. And fucking Jay Wright came out in just kind of like a white pullover. Yeah. Jay Wright was weirdly underdressed. For what he's he's usually usually the the guy in the suit. Yes. So I'm like, oh, he got out Jay Wright. Yeah. He out Jay Wright at Jay Wright. Yeah. Mick Cronin is a. LA has changed Mick Cronin. Yeah. He's no longer. For the better, really. Yeah. He's no longer the angry elf on the sideline. Good to see my my man grow up. Yeah, I I like McCrone a lot, and it's yeah. UCLA of all the blue bloods I would want back. They're UC, fun. UCLA is like if you're gonna walk, say you're like, I don't know, you want to show, you just want to put a game on in the background when your friends are over and you're like pre gaming for the bars. UCLA is the team you kind of want in the background. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like because it's just entertaining. It'll catch your eye. You'll be like, oh shit, like yeah, let's. And it kind of like pulls you in for like ten minutes before you go out. Mm-hmm. Like the Uber's here, but it's like shit. I gotta watch you in. Johnny Juzang's got the ball. Yeah. I love, I love UCLA. They're fucking fun. Um, next up, another fun team. Uh, Gonzaga blew the doors off of Texas. Uh, but I think that was to be expected. We were talking about that. Was it? Because, I mean, Texas is ranked five. Yeah, but... And but, Texas is your national championship pick. Uh, yeah, I still thought Gonzaga was going to win this game by double digits. Mm. Well, uh, because Texas is loaded with transfers. Uh, transfers who have all never made the tournament, by the way. Yeah. It's fine. So, full losers. <laughs> It's all changing this year. Is it? Because, you know, uh, I mean, their, their go-to guy also lost in the tournament. Like, the only guys that have made the tournament lost to fucking Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. So, uh, are we sure about this? Like, yeah. I feel good, good coach. about it. I feel I good about it. Chris Beard's a good coach. But this team is full of mentally weak individuals. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, Andrew Jones beat cancer. Yeah, but he couldn't beat Abilene Christian. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I guess he's one and one. 
Is it? <laughs> in I, big moments. Cancer, cancer didn't play nobody, Paul. <laughs> cancer played a lot of people. <laughs> cancer gets a lot of dubs. I don't know what you're talking about. Not recently. <laughs> Cancer's been on a skid. Yeah, they're not. Cancer's not what it used to be. I'll give you that. No. Yeah. No. They haven't. They haven't quite taken an AIDS fall, but it's not looking good. And it's sad because they're blue blood that I don't think is ever going to come back. Uh, but yeah, I mean Gonzaga. Basically, the only thing I'll say that was troubling for Texas was that uh, they had no solution for Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy scored like thirteen of what, like the first twenty points or something. Yeah, he scored thirty-seven points. He was 15 for 18 from the field. Was apparently feeling himself so much that he took a three. I also just think this is uh, us overthinking things with our preview show. I, had, I think I had Gonzaga in the Final Four, but like they're, they're the best team. They're clearly the best team in the country. Like, why are we overthinking this? Yeah, well, and so one thing that I think we maybe undervalued a little bit is just that um, their guards appear to be fine. Yeah. Right, like Andrew Nemard looked great. Uh, eight assists, nine points. They're going to run the offense anyway, down low through yeah. Timmy and fucking Chet. Holmgren was pretty quiet. He does. He doesn't have to be. Like, yeah, the I, guy. I mean, he didn't. He didn't need to do anything. Um, pretty much, yeah. I mean, Rosser Bolton was good too. Like they, it's again. I mean, they just reloaded. Mm-hmm. They had the next. They had the now. Next they had that chip up. on their shoulder because everybody was talking shit about them after the Baylor game. Yep. I mean, they got the shit kicked out of them in the national championship. And everyone kind of says that you know, them going through their conference schedule kind of softens them up, and maybe it does. But I mean, it's not like they don't play anybody in the out. Of, like I mean, the they non-con. make. Yeah, they make sure to play people. Right. Like you have Texas second game of the season. Yeah. And you just boat race them. Yep. Yeah. Um, I still like the way I. I still like Texas. Um. But yeah, man, them not being able to do anything against Drew Timmy um, was not ideal for them. And they're going to, like, let's be honest. Yeah, you don't even have them in your Final Four. I'm looking at the picks from last week. You have Texas as your champion. Yeah. So this is a teachable moment for Texas, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, you're going to learn a lot of lessons. Learn a lot of lessons from being blown out. Uh, yeah, then you have Arkansas, Purdue, and Houston. Purdue's kind of looked a little shaky. Um, Houston's whatever. I think Houston's really, really good. I don't. I, I just like them. I like that style of play. I, they're another team that's like long, athletic dudes. I, I just, I tend to like that. That or, uh, or guards. Those are the two types of teams. That Texas I, is getting blown out. Meanwhile, Shaka Smart's getting upsets at Marquette. Sha- Marquette, I think we talked about this last year. Marquette is a way better It's a perfect fit for situation him. for him. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Texas is. Granted, they beat Illinois without uh, Kofi. Whatever. Which is whatever. But I mean, uh, and Curbelo. Probably played the worst game of his career. Did you watch any of that? No, I didn't catch any of that game. He, um, yeah, he was awful. Really, he was terrible. Yeah, that shit happens, I guess. I, 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 Illinois. I don't have a lot of faith in Illinois. I mean, they'll make the tournament and everything. Oh, they'll go on a run where they're like they'll look like the best team in the country, and everyone will buy the hype. Yeah, and they'll classic Brad Underwood. He'll fizzle out in probably the Sweet Sixteen. I, if they get Sweet there. sixteen is would be a successful year for them, I think this year. Yeah, I probably. think that. Yeah, like that. They they're going to be a first or second. But for the amount of hype they'll get, because they'll go through, they'll hit kind of a stretch in the Big Ten where mm-hmm. they're catching like real dog shit teams. Or they'll honestly, I mean, it's the Big Ten. You never know. They could they might beat like Ohio State on the road or something like that. And look which good. who isn't very good this year? If we're being real, they're okay. They're not great. I, Ken Palm likes them so far. Yeah. I haven't got I haven't gotten to watch. Does Ken Palm like? Uh, 
squeaking out a victory against Akron. <laughs> uh, oh, well, you know, they bounced back in a really good win against Bowling Green, so. LOL. Uh, they're 15th in Ken Palm. Sure. So, we'll see. Uh, they have an interesting game coming up that we're going to talk about in a bit. Um, and then... Xavier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're going to lose to Xavier. Uh, Xavier's only a one-point favorite, according to Ken Palm, so that's an interesting pick. Uh, Kansas. They look like Kansas. Yeah. Without Michigan State. Yeah, again, Kansas is going to be Kansas. Uh, this is a pretty... You un- can hate as much as you want. No, I know, I know who they are. I know who they are. <laughs> uh, it was actually an interesting game. Uh, Agbaji dropped 29, but Remy Martin ended up actually starting. Okay. Had 15 points. How many, how many minutes did he get? Uh, a lot. Okay. Uh, I forget. So maybe I, I did check that, though. Cause him and Bill <laughs> Self might have uh, you know, cleaned the slate, buried the hatchet, whatever was going on in the preseason where they were kind of fight little inner fight in between coach and right, transfer. Right, right, right. Uh, Remy Martin got 27 minutes. How much? He has to have an NIL deal with Remy Martin at this point, right? How could he not? Giorgio, like, would that be your ideal sponsorship is the actual liqueur? You would have to. You would literally have to. Your and name you, is on the bottle. You would have a crossover T-shirt collab. You'd have a bottle or like an insert for the holidays for like your region only. Like you, you could really do all kinds of things here. Um, I think it's a no-brainer. You got to sign him like immediately. Uh, AJ Gamble's in the chat. Hot Bob with the dog whistle for white basketball teams, long and athletic, racist. No, that's not describing white teams. No, no, that's Florida State. <laughs> Go look at Florida State. There's no place for a white guy on that team. Like maybe Chet Holmgren, but uh, that's like it. Yeah, well, no, Florida State does the thing where they, you know, you get just giant, long, athletic black dudes who can't shoot. Uh, and then you mix in that Euro. Yeah. Who's, a, who's just a big old thug. Right. Who's just kind of like Eastern Bloc. Svetovich, and he's just seen seen horrible i mean just, it's like, he's he's your bruiser yeah. he's your guy in the paint just kind of throwing bows yeah he's scoring like four points a game this guy like he he walked to school past like a severed leg every day for a month right he, he's gone through like two civil wars yeah and that, that's what florida state always recruits that kid yeah. and that's their white yes it's and a, that's it's very, hard white he's only white on the outside right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Cincinnati, uh, Mick Crone and Cincinnati teams were the same way. Like, it was all long, athletic black dudes. Like, just long. And Syracuse is, too. But then Syracuse will toss in the Buddy Beheim or who is the annoying, ugly dude that played with uh, Carmelo back in the day? He's, a, he's an assistant on the team now. Mm. Um, he played all four years, though. That's, uh, yeah, that's who, uh, that's what I mean when I say long and athletic, typically. Unless it's Chet Holmgren, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the dog whistle words for white guys usually scrappy. Yeah, good teammate. Yeah, locker room, <laughs> little presence. locker room guy, Jim Rat, all the, all those GPA booster, GPA <laughs> booster. Yeah, sneakily fast. Uh, yeah, but Kansas dude, they look fucking good. I think this is an underwhelming Michigan State team. Like, I don't think they're like the, the Big Ten's a little down this year. What? Michigan's gonna, I think, roll through the Big Ten. Mm, Michigan did look good. I mean, Hunter Dickinson could not be stopped against Buffalo. Yeah, like uh, he he looks clearly like second year at Michigan. He's going to be annoying because he's going to be there all four years, but he's clearly put on the fucking weight. He's just much bigger. Yeah, he's much stronger. Yeah, that dude's a problem. Like He he is. I mean, Purdue is the Purdue is the only real challenger I see for for Michigan in the Big Ten. (sighs) Purdue's been kind of unimpressive lately. Yeah, Um, it hasn't. I mean, the whole Big Ten is really good. It's just. 
So this year's Big Ten, I mean, it's still deep, right? They're still going to have like seven to nine tournament teams. They're right. just not – the middle's not as good as it was the last couple of years, I think. Yeah, and Illinois will catch teams like uh, – I guess who, who's kind of on the bottom end of the Big Ten this year? Like Rutgers is a little down this year compared to last year. Right. Uh, let me look. Let me look at the Big Ten see who's – like Maryland's going to be whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, if you want to look like the, if you're talking about the bottom middle of the Big Ten, that would be like Northwestern, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern, uh, Penn State. Right. I mean, but dude, I mean, right now, again, Ken Palm loves the Big Ten right now. Michigan's two, Purdue's four, Illinois five, which is crazy to me, but whatever. And then Ohio State's 15. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, I still think it's a little doughier in the middle this year. Uh, but yeah, man, Kansas looks good there. I think they're going to pretty easily win the big 12. Uh, Texas will be in second, but I think they will be, they will be like two or three games back. So Texas is going to win the national championship, but not the big 12. Yeah. That happens all the time. Okay. That happens all the time all right. that national champions don't win their conference. Yeah, no. How often does it happen, Rob? A lot. It does. <laughs> He's like, like, you're just like, yeah, sure. And then Georgia asked, and you're like, no, it does happen a lot. It does happen. Yeah, yeah great. Fucking as great. soon as I try to fade, Dan's like, no, 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 that's my place to fade. Yeah. Uh, let's get into some picks. Sure. Let's get into uh, this week's upcoming game. So these lines, uh, basketball lines only come out the day before, or like the day of. So we got a couple games for today that we have actual Vegas lines on. The rest are Ken Palm projected lines, which are usually right at what Vegas puts Usually it pretty accurate. Yeah. Or uh, it's kind of like S&P where if there's a massive discrepancy, yes, you got to go with Kempom. Yeah. Or if you're betting live unders like I like to do, one thing I'll do is I'll check to see what the live line is at versus what Kempom projected the score to be. Hmm. And that's a good way to check the disparity as well. I actually... So the live game lines have been pretty good so far. Like, like, like spread, not over under. And... um but I caught a weird one over the weekend where Bama was in a tough game, uh, a weirdly tough game uh, early against Louisiana Tech, I think. Let me look at the box. Sure. It doesn't matter. Just continue. And uh, it was either Louisiana Tech or, or South Dakota State. Either way, I think it was South Dakota State. Either way, they were like minus four and a half live. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump all the fuck over that. That is... An insane live line. And it was like the first half, too. It was weird. But anyway, let's get into the games. Uh, tonight, uh, BYU, ranked number 39 in Ken Palm, is going up against number 22, Oregon. The line is Oregon minus four. Those are your ducks. Yep. BYU already has a, a quality win against San Diego State. Granted, it was uh, in Provo. Yeah. Um, I, I, I teased up San Diego State uh, last week to seven. So I, I barely covered there. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about those our early college basketball bets. Yeah. No, um, I thought you teased it up to six and a half. It pushed at seven. No, no, no. That was, um, that was a different game. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, also, I, won the, I, I had Buffalo at 12 and a half against Michigan. <laughs> and uh, thank God they didn't foul <laughs> because they, they lost by 12. Oh, fuck. Uh, that's fine. That, that's always the best. Gamble, gamble responsibly. <laughs> college basketball, you never know. They, like Teams A never quit, and B, um, 
you know, stupid shit happens all the well, time. Well, and the refs are bad. The refs are terrible. Um, you never know when a whistle. It's the most unpredictable, unpredictable sport. You should never gamble on college basketball. But if you do, go to mybookie.com. Goddamn right. Use the promo code drinking pros. I'm I'm fucking on fire gambling on college basketball. Oh, uh, because you're doing a lot of live stuff. So I, like, yeah, don't do pregame anything. I really kind of get like, a feel for what's happening. Unless unless it's something I'm really sure about, like. Baylor Gonzaga last year in the championship that then I will but uh yeah typically it's tough uh, but that's what we're gonna tell you to do right now anyway uh how do you feel about your ducks though ducks I mean ducks are kind of you know doing the damn thing I mean they have a decent win too over SMU yeah, they're they beat humming. them by 23 they're humming yeah they're fast quack quack um four point favorites right now at home against BYU yeah I don't know how I feel about this game BYU Good, like good offense, good defense, plays slow. Oregon, by the way, this is a de- this is a pretty good game to watch on live because uh, it's slow versus fast. It, no, it's slow versus slow. Um, Oregon is pretty low on pace right now. They're m- medium pace last year, slower, uh, slow pace in twenty, but they have a good offense. So what I'm saying is, is they 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 could hit a streak. So right? they're efficient. Yeah, they're efficient, yeah. but they they take their time. So what could happen is, you know, you can get a qu- you could get a quick back and forth over two minutes where. They put up both Right, teams. but they're going to be way more athletic than BYU, so it might be one of those games where they kind of break out. Yeah. Where they're just like, fuck it, just run it. Kind well, of like what they did against Iowa. Right. Last year in the tournament, where it's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to go. Yeah, because like, Iowa fucking big fucking clod-footed, what's his name? <laughs> Frank, uh, what was his name? I can't even remember. <laughs> he was like, he was like the st- he won the Naismith. He like scored a billion points last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his fucking Keep name. Keep going. Letting you struggle. Yeah, that's fine. Luca? If you want to look it Luca up. Luca Garza? Luca Garza, that's right, Frank. Because he reminds me of Frank Kaminsky because I'm a racist and all giant white men look the same to me. Uh, uh, I kind of like Oregon to cover, cover four. This could, end up, this could end up being a double-digit win for Oregon. I think Oregon covers. Um, but yeah, look at those live lines. Always bet the under. Always bet the under. I'm up $1,100 in two weeks right now betting unders. I'm sure that will continue. Yo, yeah. I, I, I checked the math the other day. I'm like 29 and... 10 on on these fucking live unders so i'm just gonna take that while i get yeah but are you grabbing like unders when there's like three minutes left in the game sometimes but sometimes i'm grabbing like 10 minutes left sometimes i'm grabbing at the half i'm all over the place baby okay diversifying your portfolio you're goddamn right uh next up we have a really interesting one uh creighton uh ranked number 66 in ken palm this year so a little bit of a down year opening or projected down year for them uh at number 89 nebraska nebraska is a three and a half point favorite this isn't exactly a road game for creighton I mean, it is, but not terribly so. Right. Um, I, well, I hate Greg McDermott as a coach. Well, I hate his analogies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we do not associate with Greg McDermott. Or his analogies. Or his analogies. Um, again, I, I think this is kind of like a, obviously, giant rivalry game here. Nebraska at home. Uh, Nebraska hasn't looked good. Already have an L to Western Illinois right. at home. Uh, didn't only beat Sam Houston State by nine. They play fast. They're not very good at scoring, though. They have one of the worst effective field goal percentages in the country. They were really shitty on offense last year, too. We'll, uh, we'll put the, uh, the hate aside, and we'll go with Greg... We'll go Creighton here. I like Creighton. And the points. To, uh, yeah. I, I, points. I might three and take, a half. Uh, you might win by half a point, like Nebraska by three or something. Yeah. I mean, they can, Creighton, 
could and probably should win this game, I feel like. If you're a Creighton fan, you're mad if you lose this game. Not just because it's a kind of a rivalry, but like you, you're annoyed losing to fucking Nebraska at basketball. Right. Also, the, you know, Big East has kind of been putting it to uh, Big Ten in this uh, whatever crossover challenge. Yeah, 100%. Uh, next up, Virginia at number 10, Houston. Virginia, down year for them, ranked number 52 in Ken Palm. Not, I mean, you know, they still run their system and shit, but this is definitely more of a, a little bit of a minor rebuild year for Tony Bennett mm-hmm. in uh, Charlottesville. Houston's minus nine. Virginia played a game like this last year a little later in the non-con schedule against another really good top 10 team and got obliterated. Mm-hmm. That would, but they were playing Gonzaga. Houston is kind of a fucking machine. Like, they're not as good as Gonzaga, obviously, but they're pretty fucking good. And Kelvin Sampson, dude, like, he's, this is just a powerhouse now. Like, there's, there's, there's no, this isn't some mid-major, like, this, this is a mid-major powerhouse. Well, they are going to the Big 12, Rob. Yeah, high, high major now. Uh, Virginia has already lost to Navy. Uh, they did beat Radford by 21. We, we, we talked about that. Tony Bennett respects the troops. He does. Yeah. He does. He's a patriot. And it was on, I believe it was on Veterans Day, no? Was it? I think, uh-huh. I think they lost to Navy, or at least the day before Veterans Day. Uh, it was a couple days before. Well, either way. So. He was just, you know, giving it up to the troops. Yeah. Uh, this feels kind of like a Houston blowout to me. Uh, they, I don't think so. I'm going to go with Virginia to cover. Give me the nine points. Okay. This is a... Uh, great under game. But we also hate, you know I hate Houston, so. You do? I, I don't like Houston basketball at all. I've, Why? What do, they, what do they do to your Knights? Nothing. Yeah. I nothing know. really. There's nothing I, I mean, they're a conference rival. I guess. Um, and, you know, we're going to be sneaky this year. We're going to be a dark horse team this year. Bubble team? You on the bubble? I, th- I believe uh, we will be in Joe Lenardi's uh, kind of uh, probably the last four out. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, this is a good uh, game to watch under for the under, though, like live, because both these teams play really fucking slow, and they play really good defense. Ken Palm has it at 121. Okay, so a rock fight. Yeah, definitely a rock fight. Uh, the problem, though, is Houston can, like, get out. Like, they, they play purposefully, and they play slow, but they're athletic as fuck, and they can move and get out there and score a lot of points. Sure. So they might... It wouldn't surprise me if it behooves Houston to try to, like, run Virginia out of the gym early. Houston by seven. Houston by seven? All right. I think Houston by, like, 12. I think Houston wins this game. Uh, St. Louis at Memphis. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this game just because Memphis is a 13-point favorite at home. St. Louis, not good or anything. Uh, They do play a really deliberate pace, which is typically something that – Makes it tough to cover large spreads. Yeah. Uh, Amani Bates putting up 16 a game right now through two games. Yeah. Uh, didn't you, weren't you uh, kind of out on him before the season Well, started? he put up uh, very pedestrian-like uh, numbers. Like, Giorgio, I think, can probably jump higher than Amani Bates. <laughs> like, that's n- no joke. Amani Bates had, a, like, a 24-inch vert. What? No way. Yeah, it was bad. He's supposed to be, like... There's a he was quote unquote like the next Kevin Durant. You can't be the next Kevin Durant with that vert. No, I mean that's I, a, that's I, a cre- I that's a credit card vert. I have a thirty-one inch vert. Yeah, yeah, that's. It, but it wasn't good. His vert looking better in game. Uh, yeah, he's one. He's kind of uh, you know, James Harden esque athleticism. You know, right? Where it looks like he can't jump over a penny on the ground. Right. But you know, he just gets the job done. <laughs> 
All right. He's putting, I mean, he's been pretty efficient shooting 56% from the field. Um, yeah, 50% from three. Averaging 16, 4, and 2. They've played nobody. Neither has St. Louis. Both these teams have played absolute just dog shit teams. Oh, put a little respect on uh, NCCU. <laughs> North Carolina Central. Yeah. Georgia, what can you tell me about North Carolina Central? Nothing that's not cancelable. Well, they have a great drum. They have a great drum line. Like they're, oh, is they're, that they're, a, I didn't they're, they're, they're nationally uh, known for their okay. drum line. Okay, I have, I HBCU. literally have no idea what that school is. Um, so it's like a Florida A and M. Like it's like a you go for the band. Public North, North, Car- North Carolina is known for their uh, traditionally black colleges. Okay, and they have amazing music and shows and and uh, stomp. Is that what it's called again? Um, <laughs> I didn't yeah. say that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that, um, St. Louis is missing one of their best players. Oh, dude, you know what we didn't talk about? You what? buried the fucking lead. What? You just hopped in the game. We didn't talk about your Mizzou Tigers last night. Oh, yeah, I actually did mean to talk about that. <laughs> uh, we need to fire Conzo Martin, but he has a buyout until May 24th or something. So, or uh, is the city of St. Louis now the University of Mizzou? What? You guys lost to, uh... We lost to UMKC. UMKC, okay. Kansas yeah, yeah, City. Yeah. That's okay. not even the biggest school in Kansas City. UMKC are the Ruse. Yeah. They have a they have a decent medical school or nursing program. I think and it's a they're... dental school. They have a really good dental school. Yeah, well, some of those in medicine. So are they now officially the the yeah, they're flagship, the flagship. They're the flagship Mizzou over over SLU? This is the second time UMKC has beaten us in the last like seven years. It, it's how many times have you guys played? Twice. Oh, so they're two for two. Uh actually we might have beat we might have played them other times. But yeah, Conzo Martin hasn't done shit, and he's got to go. How long are college basketball games again? What? How long are college basketball games? Forty minutes. Yeah, didn't we used to be like the fastest forty minutes of basketball? Yeah, that was with Mike Anderson. That was what. That was the best, the deepest run we've made in a while. Since the Elite Day. Yeah, Mizzou sucks. It's really fucking bad. They're pretty unwatchable. Conzo well, Martin is not a good coach. We're just gonna have to ride it out. Wait till his buyout expires, and then. How much is the buyout? Uh, like $6 million or something. He did get the Porter Brothers, though, right? Yeah, he did. And Jonte was great, but Michael only eats roots or something <laughs> and doesn't have any calcium in his body, so his bones just crack. Rob, crack. can I ask you a question? What? Can our new AD, who's so good at fundraising, fundraise the $6 million and get <laughs> know, him the right? F out of here? I would really like her to do that. Oh, yeah. You also have a female AD. We do. Uh, but we've talked about that. I don't know why people are like, oh, a female athletic director. Like their jobs, their job is literally just to like get money. Right. It's not really a gender specific job. And, and if it was, like, you know, if you should, fi- it's pretty easy to know if you should fire a coach or not. And the ADs don't even do much of the like hire, like they're the decision maker, but everyone hires a fucking firm. You just can't lose to a satellite campus. You fucking can't. No, you <laughs> no. fucking can't. It's so bad. Fire Conzo Martin. I wanted him to do so well. I really like Conzo Martin. He sucks. He fucking sucks. Okay. And I, I just thought bum- we had to get that and out it's there. A bu- it's a fucking bummer, man. And, but we're unwatchable. Like it, we're, even when we're good, it's not that fun to watch. He doesn't play a brand of basketball. He doesn't install a brand of basketball that's interesting. It blows. Um, I think St. Louis, I actually do think Memphis will cover this. I think Memphis by 20. Really? Uh, No, actually, I don't. I'm going to take that back. I mean, I don't buy Memphis at all. St. Louis Louis covers 13. But they they probably will lose by like 10. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This one I like. Michigan State, uh, one-point dog on the road at Butler. Okay. 
Um, how do you? I I, I, I don't know. I, I know I said Michigan State wasn't like. Terrible. I know they got their ass kicked by Kansas, but Izzo still feels kind of good about his squad. Yeah, so he, like post game, he wasn't like super pissed. No, you're losing to a really fucking good Kansas team. Uh, uh, I, I don't know much about Butler this to year. To open the season. Butler's ranked 64 in Ken Palm. They haven't really played anybody. They've won all their games uh, fairly handily. Uh, IUPUI uh, actually gave him a little bit of a fight. but um, I, I honestly think Brad Stevens should go back to Butler. Bring, bring, kind of. Bring homeboy. I don't know why he's not coaching anymore. Yeah, why? He's just that like was, front office Celtics. Yeah, especially with the Indiana job that opened up, right? Like that would have been the perfect fit. Yeah, that was bizarre. Uh, I like Michigan State to win by more than one. Okay, I think that's I think that's fine. Yeah, I think so too. Um, uh, next game, Xavier. I do like to beat Ohio State. Yeah, I like this yeah. too. Xavier's a one point favorite, uh, hosting Ohio State at home. Rivalry game. The kids will be excited for that. It'll be a good. It'll be a good crowd. Um, Ohio State. I like them better than you do. I think they still. I think they have pieces like Liddell's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, what did you say? You don't like their guards? Sketchy out. The whole team, even EJ Liddell. Yeah. I don't. I'm not super high on. I like EJ Liddell a lot. Both of their starting guards are freshmen, so that's not ideal, I guess. Uh, but still, I mean, um, what they do? Who they? I mean, they haven't really played anybody. They barely beat Akron on a last second shot, and then they. What, like destroyed ten, Bowling Green? D- destroyed Bowling Green, 10-point win over Niagara. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's see. Who, they're starting point guard. Not a great game against Bowling Green. Uh, fucking come on. Where? Let me look how he did against the other it ones. It doesn't matter. I'm a little I'm curious. It doesn't matter what his name is. Yeah, Mal, it's Malachi Branham. Uh, not a great game in any of these, to be honest. Yeah, their guard play is a little questionable. I, I like Xavier here for sure. I think Ohio State, you know what Ohio State's going to be this year? Ohio State is going to be the Big Ten team that everyone else gets wins over to pad their resume. Right. Like, they're, they're the good, but not that good Big Ten team that everyone gets a win on to, like, pad their tournament resume. They'll be a seven seed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Xavier here for sure. Marquette at Ole Miss. Ole Miss a three-point favorite. Uh, Marquette seems underranked by Ken Palm at 88. I know it's Shaka's first year. Um, Ole Miss, that's, I know it's at Ole Miss, but that's not like a home crowd you worry about, right? Like, it's not going to be some fucking place where you have trouble playing. Not when uh, Lane's cooking right now and they care about football. Yeah, nobody's yeah. going to attend this game. Yeah. Um, I think that's an interesting call. They, oh, this is this will be Ole Miss's toughest game uh, to date. Marquette obviously beat a Kofi Coburnless Illinois. Uh, they're three and zero. They they did not look all that great against SIU Edwardsville in New Hampshire, but uh, the Illinois wins huge. Um, they have a pretty stacked non conference schedule. Fuck, dude. They catch Illinois, Ole Miss, Wisconsin, K State, UCLA. Yeah, I don't care about this game. You don't care about this game. I won't watch this game. Uh, it depends on what time it's on or what else is playing game wise. Um, I just like to see Shaka smart kind of in the right. Yeah. That, like that's the right fit for him. Yeah. Small time school. Uh, he's very energetic. He's got his hair back. I guess he just went years in his life without hair. Right. By choice. He's just like, I'll just shave my head. Yeah, whatever. Sure. 
Uh, I like Marquette to cover here. They might win. I think three points. I think it's a tight game. A one possession game. I don't care. Could get fucked up by fouling. Do you care about this next game? Mm. Nova at Tennessee. A little bit. One point favorites for Nova. T- Tennessee's really number nine on Kempom right now. Yeah. Yeah. I that hate seems that. weird. That's that's way too high for Tennessee for Rick Barnstein. <laughs> come on. I mean, yeah, I guess they're they're not necessarily like a super upperclassman team. I think they have a, a pretty good you know roster, but uh, well, uh, how, what do you feel about a home dog though? Yeah, think, no, I think Nova wins easy. You think Nova wins easy? Yeah, minus one. All right. pre- they, even though they lost to UCLA at UCLA, I was impressed. They took UCLA to overtime. Yeah, I mean that's. Good enough on its own. Uh, UNC at Purdue. Purdue's an eight-point favorite at home over UNC. I kind of like this. I feel like this is a double-digit win for Purdue. I think UNC is still pretty pretty doughy. They're still pretty soft. Yeah. Yeah, they are, sadly. They need to get, they need to get things going with Leaky Black. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Fucking Love. Caleb Love is... Uh, is he still there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He uh, needs to start being... He went to my high school. He needs to start being uh, the, fu- like, the guy he's supposed to be. Right, like he's a sophomore now. It is weird. They've gotten some like talented five stars that are just like not doing anything. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, Roy was pretty checked out, but just playing golf every day. Yeah, but Hubert's there now. Hubie's well, there. Roy's now. still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirit and body. I think I think this is a double digit win for Purdue. They're it's it's at home. It's a big game. Like I know UNC is not super highly ranked, but it's a resume game. And also, like you're having a fucking blue blood come into your place, so. It's going to be a good home court advantage. Like right. Want and uh, I mean, if you think Purdue's going to win, just take Purdue. Like, yeah. Foul shots to the end. Might cover. Might win by nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and the other thing, too, is so people ask me, uh, someone was asking us in the DMs the other day about how I bet like live unders or whatever. And they're like, are you worried if it's like a really close game? And I'm actually not worried when it's like a two point game. I'm worried about overtime because they're controlling the ball. No one's fouling. Because, yeah. It's when so it's time, like an, time's just milking. It's or, when it's like an eight to t- ten point game. That's when the fucking fouls come out. Right, and that, the game goes on forever. Yeah, those are the scary games. But yeah, when clo- it's close, one possession game, you're great. Yeah, that is it's what gold, you, that's golden. A blowout or a really close game are the two best under ones to bet for fucking sure. Uh, I like Purdue to to win by double digits. Um, this one I thought was interesting. Florida is only a six point favorite, or Florida State only a six point favorite on the road at Loyola Marymount. Why are they on the road? I don't know why they're playing uh, on the why road. Why did Leonard Hamilton schedule this game? Some of these, uh, some of these like G five teams in football and basketball or whatever mid major, they get kind of uh, prickly about. Or I'm sorry, this is a neutral court game. Okay. Uh, either way, though, I like Florida State to win handily here. They should. Loyola Marymount? Are you fucking kidding <laughs> they me? Should. Yeah. Florida that's a, State, like this is a sketchy line. These and the thing with Florida State too, when you, when you see a, a mid-major team play them, is a, it's such a bitch for a mid-major team to go up against to them. actually go against athletes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like they have nobody on their squad that is remotely right. Like Florida State, you you look at a team at the airport, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, that's a basketball team. That's Florida State, right? You do not you, when you look at Loyola Marymount. You're like, oh, is that the men's volleyball team or something? Like, it's like, right. oh, I wonder what sport they play as they're walking through. Yeah. It's, right. When you see Florida State's basketball team in the airport, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a fucking basketball team. Uh, Florida State, I think, again, this is a double-digit win. And then here's another one. Uh, Butler at Houston. Houston's only a six-point favorite. I think Houston dicks them down. Don't care about Houston. 
you need to care about your conference. And my future conference. Yeah. Yeah. These are your people. They're frauds. You need to have pride. They're frauds. A-A-C. A-A-C. Or Big 12. Whatever. They made the Final Four last year by beating only double-digit teams, and then they got fucking molly-whopped by... By who? Baylor. Yeah, by Baylor, who molly-whopped everyone. They were mean. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Arkansas is a six-point favorite on the road at K-State. Um, how? K-State's not good this year. They, they suck, right? Yeah, they're not good. They're ranked 82nd in Ken Palm. Don't know why. What? They should be triple digits. Yeah. They're not good. They're not. They suck. They're, they're Okay. I like Arkansas minus six there then. Uh, and then, oh, what do you think about Ohio State minus three uh, at Seton Hall? Seton Hall's pretty good. Yeah, I like Seton Hall. You like Seton Hall there? Plus the points at home? Yeah, give me that. Okay. Uh, and now, for the last little segment here, got the future real estate agent of the week. <laughs> well, <laughs> you wouldn't be a good real estate agent without a DUI. No, you wouldn't. It's part of the job. And uh, so that's why we're going back to Michael Savarino, Coach K's grandson and new drunk driver. Alleged, I guess. Or at least fall guy. Yeah, or fall guy. For uh, Paulo Bencero. P- potential great teammate. Could be the best teammate out there. Yeah. Or the worst. We don't know. But I mean, look, he's six, he's six foot nothing, 182 pounds. He's only on the team because he's Coach K's grandson. Right. But he's, he's no Buddy Beheim. He's a team manager. Essentially. He's a team man. He's, he's cos- he gets the towels. He's cosplaying as, right. a, as a basketball player. Right. He's, there's no reason for him to take up a roster spot. And apparently he's Paulo Pencero, Pencero's... Uh, Worst Uber driver ever. Yeah. Or best, depending. Best friend ever. But yeah, I think, you know, he'll get into coaching at first, of course, but it won't be for him. It he won't just, be. It won't, he just won't have the, the talent for it that his grandpa had. And he'll, he'll, just, he'll think, you know, I don't want to spend my life as an assistant or at some piddly, you know, like D2 school in South Carolina or something like that. So, you know, he'll want to make money and just live comfortably until his grandpa dies and he gets that some inheritance. He'll get to use that Coach K name on the signs. Yeah. Shashevsky Real Estate. Yeah. He won't even use his real last name. Yeah, no, he won't. He'll change it won't name. be Savarino. He'll yeah. change it to Shashevsky. Oh, yeah. He's going to be a real estate agent. Michael Savarino is our future real estate agent of the week. I'm proud of him. Proud of him or like he's the worst teammate ever? Yeah, it's, it's one or the other. He's only the best or worst teammate ever. Right. There's no in between. No. Yeah. That's it. So uh, that's all we got. Make sure to uh, rate and review on uh, iTunes for uh, Drinking Pro Sports. Uh, like the YouTube channel if you have not already. Uh, we said this on Softcore History last night. It's important to really uh, just always say it. Uh, word of mouth is always the best way to spread it. So if you know anyone looking for a good college basketball podcast uh, that's, that's fun and light, and uh, just reads off a of Ken Palm. <laughs> yeah, apparently for you. Uh, yeah, we're the one. We're the fucking ones for you. Uh, that's all I got uh, for Dan or Jester. I am Rob Fox. Never don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive, but do cover for your much more talented friends if they're drinking and driving. Yes.